welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Woodbeck. Welcome back to Fracture Line, everybody. Hi. Today we have on Dr. Jen Brewer. Jen, uh, it's probably been a couple of months since you've been on the pod. Go ahead and introduce yourself again to everybody. Just Okay, so I'm Jen Brewer. I'm a R5 at the University of Connecticut program. I work with Dr. Dobin, and I've been involved with CWAS for several years now. I really enjoy coming to the conferences. I think it's really educational, and I think it's a really good group of people, and I've met a, a lot of great mentors. And then next year I'm doing trauma and critical care at LSU in New Orleans, which I'm really excited about. Um, so I'll be doing more, uh, wow. hopefully more riff fixation there too. Jen, I just got to say, fantastic resume. Um, congratulations on making it to your R5 year working with Dr. Dobin. I know that can be a challenge. And um... <laughs> <laughs> handicap. It is I, amazing. Uh, I, I'm glad you're 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 making it through residency. I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's trying times. Especially with Dr. Dobin threatening to call my program director every day. <laughs> <laughs> so dr dobin was on last week and he was bragging a little bit about you telling us that you won one of the yeah. contests for is it east tell us a little bit about that project what's it all about yeah so it's uh called the orange award so it's awarded to a resident and a fellow every year um and it's just you write an essay about why you want to be a trauma surgeon and uh so i'm from sandy hook connecticut and so I wrote about just my experience going through events that day, that December in 2000, um, I think it's 2012 at this point. And just like what it felt like, you know, in the moments when you hear about like a mass shooting from like a small town and then uh, kind of a little bit about the aftermath and how sometimes when young kids come into the trauma bay, how it kind of reminds you of, of those moments. And there actually was a, a New York Times article last year about it that there was a, um, they wrote about the medical examiners uh, going through the school and their experiences and how they, you know, like some of them had young kids and, you know, they've seen a lot of horrifying events and reading about that and kind of remembering that this event has affected a lot of people in a lot of ways, I decided to, to write about it. And you won. So are you going to the meeting and are they giving you the, like an award? You... Yeah, so I'll, I'll be presenting it uh, Thursday Next Thursday at East, I think it's at 8.30 in the morning. Um, there's another, there's the fellow presentation, and then in attending is won an award as well. And so their presentation is a little bit longer than ours. But so we read it out loud. If anyone's there, uh, they should come by. And uh, I won like a like a full scholarship to go. And then um, I think they, they give me a plaque too, which is exciting. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, Jen. That's really cool. Are you nervous? I don't personally uh, like talking about my feelings a lot, and uh, I'm not a big talker in general. So uh, I think, I mean, it's only five minutes, too, but uh, I'm definitely nervous about it and have been practicing, but I'm sure it will go well. No, you'll do great. I always just picture everyone in the audience in their underwear, which can be a little bit disturbing and haunting in and of itself. <laughs> I never understood that. Yeah. Why is that a thing? I feel like that would be worse for me. I think the idea is it makes the audience members less intimidating. Um, but I think it, yeah, I, I, it's never worked well for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I was 
panning the audience, when I got to Carl, I'd be like, no, I don't want to see him in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd just fixate it on Where is the elusive Carl Hansen these days? He's back Poor. in the OR. He's, uh, he's doing Poor something. Carl. I feel yeah. like I've seen plenty of homeless people in their yeah. underwear, so this is weird. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jen, what else are you working on right now? You got any projects you're, you're working on with Dr. Yeah, Chopin? so we're working on a project with multiple CWA centers. Dr. Bauman's group is actually involved in it, and we're looking at, like, fragility, essentially, and uh, if patients who have refractors, if they end up having better outcomes leaving the hospital or not. And so we did find that people who have comorbidities end up more likely going home if they have their ribs fixed as opposed to a nursing home, which is huge for a lot of these old people because if they go to a nursing home, a lot of times they're not going to make it out. Would you guys want to be put in a nursing home? I wouldn't want to be in a nursing home. Well, most of us stopped yeah. calling them nursing yeah. homes about a decade ago. Still but... nursing facility. Skilled nursing facilities just sounds a little less disturbing. So I would encourage the use of that term. Are you <laughs> presenting this research at uh, the upcoming summit? Yeah, April? we're going to do a poster at SEWA. At so we're working on the presentation and we're working on the uh, manuscript as well. So anyone going should stop by, but that's a couple months in the in the future. Now where, Sarah and Tom, how, how did she weasel herself out know. of this i think she's i know she's having a busy day but i don't i don't know she's unlike her to miss this they're the well they're certainly the the highlight of my week I, maybe she's doesn't feel the same way anymore <laughs> i don't know yeah maybe she's given up on us maybe so well going back to you dr brewer uh, you're going down to lsu and well tom who do we have down at lsu which one of our seat was griff oh it's griff that's right yeah yeah it's griff he's down there that's great. He's doing some. That's gonna. He's be, definitely big into the Frankenplatin down there. Yeah, he did a very interesting case. Yeah, that you saw that on Slack, huh? Yeah, that was a. It was, interesting it was a cool case. case. Sure, that was pretty messed up. Griff, if you're listening, man, call in. Let's. I want to hear about your Frankenplatin case. It looked to me like he just reached into a bucket and pulled out whatever leftover hardware has been accumulating there, and he just said, "Okay, let's use this piece." And that, I mean, my three-year-old granddaughter does that it was like he disassembled a grill and put it in somebody's chest <laughs> right I, i'd love to know if there was a, a method to that madness or whether it was just random yeah well and then i think he put the he was it was the clavicular head he put to, to back of the sternum with a with a piece of arthrex suture or something like that it was something he did pretty sophisticated yeah yeah, yeah right you're gonna learn a lot down there dr brewer yeah no i'm excited yeah you are you're gonna have to fix all of dobin's you know, Griff will fix it. All of the bad habits yeah. just picked up. Yeah. And then if you, when you're done with the case, you walk across the street and have a beignet and some chicory coffee at the uh, mm. Cafe Du Monde and uh, yeah. stroll the streets of the yeah. French Quarter. No, last time I went there, I went on um, one of those swamp tours. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. With the airboats. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. And the oh, guys well. all, like, cool. know the I'm alligators jealous. and or the done. gators. I don't know which... Like if that's the same thing or not, but they're like you know they they last. They're they, alligators. Alligators yeah. live forever, so they're like buddies <laughs> with them, kind of. These like swamp tour guides. <laughs> buddies. <laughs> Wonder if Griff has ever played an alligator rib. We should ask him that question. Yeah, that's that's definitely what we have to ask him. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, that's gonna yes. be great. Yeah, congrats, Jen. That that sounds like a lot of fun. 
I don't know if Sarah Ann had any updates, Tom. Did she tell you about anything you want to put shout-outs for? Anything you want to give an update about? No, I don't think so. I just uh, reassure everybody that the summit plans are, are on track. Um, we are Registration is open, and it's actually filling pretty quickly. So I would encourage anyone who is planning to come, which should be everybody listening to this call, you should, you should uh, go ahead and register for the hotel and the meeting. Get your flights arranged. Already done. And, uh, I'm, I'm committed. I'm pot committed. Okay. Well, now I got to do that if it's filling yeah. quick. Yeah. You're, you're making me nervous. Yeah. So I'm going to do it tonight. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Jenner, you're, you're joining us, right? You, you said that already. You're going to be presenting there. All right. Very cool. So, Jen, I need to right. uh, warn you about your poster. We, uh -huh. we toured the facility the other day, and unfortunately, the space where the posters are going to go is a little narrow, long and narrow. So everybody's going to need to bring their poster okay. oriented vertically. That's good to know. So... I think that's important. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be reminding everybody of that, but yeah, because the I think that's fairly easy to do with most programs, software programs that uh, deal with posters. But we need your you'll have a four by eight poster blank to put your paper on, but it's going to be oriented up and down. If I make mine landscape and then just turn it sideways, so everyone can um, yeah, that's going to be a little more challenging to read. Turn their head sideways. If you want to try that. <laughs> We got a nice little corner back in the back where no one can actually see a poster, and that we'll save that one for you, Zach. If you do do it that way. Yeah. Good. I'll just That'd stand back perfect. there by myself. Yeah. So, make your plans. Very good. Good to know. Okay. How's your How's your snow year out there? Is there going to be any skiing for people while we're there? Are we going to do anything it's like snowing that? Snowing right now. If you could, if that glare wasn't there, you'd see the. Snowflakes are coming down. It's been a little light, but any, anything is light wow. compared to last year, 900 inches. And um, it's hard to know what April will be like from January, but it, it's likely to be good. And when can we expect the uh, kind of the series of events or, you know, all the fun things that we're going to do, that kind of schedule? When do you think that's going to be coming the out? The agenda about? is tentatively finished. We're filling in a few of the holes. And it's not quite ready for mass release. But it should be soon. I, I would guess within a week or two, and then we'll just we'll just discuss some of the various activities, kind of piecemeal as we go on the as the pod carries on over the next few few months. Rest assured, there's great content and lots to do, and um, and many of it is very much in the CWIS style. And I think those of us who've been at these meetings know what that means. Is Sarah Ann entering her time where she's starting to get a little little stressed out, or not yet? Is it too is it too oh, early no. still? We're in full stress mode. Oh, full stress yeah. mode. Yeah, it's all good. All right, it's all good. I'll tell her I love her. I'll I'll tell her that. Oh, Captain Ron would have been here sooner, but you know I didn't have any residents to help me because they're like doing things like talking a fracture line and stuff. Oh, those residents. They had their they had their educational time this morning, which meant they all disappeared, but nobody actually had a lecture. I was interviewing people. Yeah, protected time away from the. Yeah, I was interviewing to people. I was yourself. trying was to accurate. find the next accusation. generation of Yukon surgeons for you, Doctor Dobin. <laughs> <laughs> Perforated appendicitis in a 450-pound guy who was in septic shock because he refused surgery yesterday because he thought he was too high risk on his ozempic, ozempic and his heart disease. He did great. He's doing awesome, right? Case. 
I actually did it robotically. Well, we're going to move on to the final stitch. So who's got something on their mind? Well, I guess I'll go because you know what's on my mind is this storm that's coming up because it's been a pretty abysmal year. And, and you know, you learn one thing about me. My, my mood is just so much better if it's snowing and cold outside in the winter and not raining. So uh, I'm excited to get some real snow finally, hopefully about 12 inches, and we'll get out and ski. So that's what's on my mind is the storm. Zach, what's in the Rolodex? Come on, come on. I'm a little apprehensive. Um, my uh, my oldest turns 12 on Monday, and so uh, we've decided to get her an a iPhone. tattoo. That's fantastic. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. The 12 year old. Just don't put it on her face. You know, anywhere else would be fine. Just don't do it. Great job. You're gonna give her a little teardrop here, and then maybe one of those. No, we're gonna get her an iPhone. I'm a little, a little apprehensive about it. Um, oh my goodness. Oh, I think a tattoo oh. might be better. <laughs> at least, yeah. be at least you can't lose a thousand dollar tattoo. <laughs> I would be apprehensive about that, Zach. I think that's yeah. tough. That's a tough transition. When did you give your kids cell phones, Tom? I don't remember. I probably wasn't around. <laughs> but they I they were not twelve. I promise you that. They were not twelve. They were fourteen they were fourteen or fifteen, I think. They probably got like one of those like see-through like uh, shoe phones that they could like you know that plugged into the wall that you would talk to your. No, we chose we chose tattoos first. <laughs> In and all seriousness, Zach, uh... buy the insurance after having given a twelve-year-old a phone and oh, yeah. buying like four phones. Buy the insurance, whatever it costs. It's going to be less <laughs> than a broken screen. In like two days, we're like, Dude, I don't know how it happened. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Right, just just sitting on a table. And it yeah, broke. I don't know what happened. I walked outside. It got too cold too fast. I've never broke. so much as damaged a screen protector. And last week when we were away and I didn't touch my phone, somehow mysteriously because my phone had the Wi-Fi hotspot on it, my screen protector was broken. But nobody touched it and nobody did anything to it. <laughs> I didn't even know where it was. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's great. Tom, you got anything? Oh, just an intense sense of gratitude for my professional partners, my second family there, stepping up to help me out with a last-minute schedule issue, and they're just, they're almost fighting over each other to help cover each other, and I I know that that's somewhat unique. It's, um, everybody should hope and wish to practice with people of that quality sometime during their practice. I, I've been lucky enough to do it twice. And, uh, so I'm just, I'm just grateful for my partners. That's it. Don't forget to include them in your memoirs when you write them. Okay. I'll do that. I think it speaks yeah, to you, Tom, not to your partners. It speaks to you, friend. All right, Jen, you're up. I'm grateful for my co-residents for covering for me next week. I mean, I'm going to be post-call when I fly down and someone's coming in at four in the morning so I can leave for my flight. So I appreciate them. Maybe they'll be in the middle of an X lap, but it's great. It'll be okay. There's a there's always a temporary abdominal closure. You know, you always come back and finish the operation you know, later. When you get back, they'll save it for you. <laughs> Before I presented at double AST a number of years ago, I had to leave. Same thing, Jen, I had like a six o'clock flight and somebody had to come in at four o'clock in the morning for me and I was putting the abdominal dressing on somebody who had a portal triad transection. 
I shunted, I shunted the portal vein, oh. shunted the, uh, the the hepatic artery, and left a drain in the bile duct. <laughs> and, and was like, I'm getting off late. See you later. Good luck tomorrow. Called <laughs> <laughs> the transplant surgeon from the airport and said, Hey, there's a present. There's a present for you in the uh, in the. Uh, ICU bed seven. Can you check them oh, out in the morning? You're gonna probably have to do something about them today. Oh, that's awesome. All right, guys. Doctor Dobin, you gotta give us a final stitch. What's on your mind, friend? I'm just sorry I was late, but um, believe it or not, I am super appreciative of Doctor Brewer, and she has been avoiding me for the last seven months doing her residency on different services. But she is about to come back and take call with us. As soon as she's done with her East thing, and I'm really looking forward to it. Not that her friends haven't been great, but uh, there's an, I still she still has a record for the most number of thoracotomies in a day that I've done with a patient with a resident. So uh, hopefully Tuesday coming back and me getting we'll do busy. a couple. How many lived? Oh, none of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> minor detail there just a little asterisk at the bottom of the page <laughs> but congratulations nonetheless <laughs> it was it was one of those really feel-good days <laughs> yeah yeah feel, feel good days <laughs> tom you're the only one who does those and actually has survivals tom when you do a lot of patients who are still alive sometimes they stay alive <laughs> i had a resident years many years ago now beth shabbat she came, she was with you for a little oh, yeah. while he um where's she now uh she's in intermountain in utah she's doing private practice but she is um she her nickname in residency was hat trick she had three ed thoracotomies that lived on our service three in a row that lived and one of them was ec wow. one of them was ec mode and i know that's I know. a career. And now she does okay. private practice. She doesn't even practice trauma anymore. Did she write that up? That's a that's a writable yeah. case series right there. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Jen, thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We'll see you in April. Good luck. Jen, thanks for joining us. It's always good to see you.